Welcome to the Fabric Podcast, where we explore company culture and how it scales as a company grows. Brought to you by the team at The Receptionist, a bootstrapped Denver-based software company. Each episode of Fabric will set out to uncover unique and uncommon answers to the question, how do companies of any size create a culture and core values that employees actually live out? On this episode of the podcast, we're back with our director of marketing, Michael Ashford, talking all about being human in your marketing and your messaging. With authentic as one of our core values, it's probably no surprise that we also value being human. Michael shares examples of what this looks like in our messaging, including our website, providing demos for clients, and in the content we produce. He shares tips for how to be more human and how to start the conversation to give this a try within your company if someone needs a little convincing. Enjoy the episode. Michael, welcome back to the podcast. Hello, Sarah. Great to be back. Yeah, I'm excited to talk to you about today's topic. I think this is a good one for you. I hope so. I I genuinely do want to be uh, an authentic and human marketer, and I don't want to be a robot. So (laughs) yeah, so I think this will be a fun one. So great conversation with for me. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So before we kind of dig into that, one of our core values is being authentic. So let's start with what does that mean to you as a marketer? Because sometimes those words don't always go together. Um, for me, I I guess I would I would put it back to the a listener and and say, are you are you producing things in a way that would make you feel proud? Um, that and asking the question would I actually want to engage? I don't even like using the word engage. See, I'm, I'm kind of like talking in a cliche here again. <laughs> would I actually care about this content if I were on the other side uh, or, or whatever I'm producing as a marketer? Would I care about this if it were being presented to me from someone else? And if the answer is no, then I think being authentic in a marketing role, being more human in a marketing role looks like getting really tough with yourself then and saying, how can I change that? How can I produce and and do my job in a way that makes me more approachable, more reachable, uh, more more in line with, with what people actually care about than doing something just to recreate the wheel of of content creation for a marketing team because that's we can we can fall into that trap sometimes. Yeah, definitely. And you brought up the topic of being human. And this is pretty closely related to the idea of being authentic. So maybe you could just kind of tease that out a little bit. Like is there a difference for you of being authentic versus being human? And then tell us a little bit more about what the the being human topic or concept means to you. As a former journalist and as someone with a journalism degree, I go back to something that was kind of hammered into my head uh, by my journalism professors, which was write to the level of your audience. Uh, Don't don't produce things, don't write, don't talk or speak in a way that you're talking over someone, uh, you're talking at them, talk with them. And one of the best examples that I can give you is start using the word you more than the word we. So often we as marketers <laughs> uh, have a tendency to talk about all the great things that we know about our product, our service, about what it is that we do. And so we just kind of end up regurgitating that in this speech or diatribe with the stuff that we produce to try and get people to 
to pay attention to us. Well, nobody, nobody wants to read like that, that's narcissistic behavior at the end of the day. Right. Right? Um, so if you're producing stuff that then to be more human means I've got to understand you like Sarah, if I'm, if I'm talking to you and I want to, I want to connect with you and what you care about and the things that you find most valuable in your job, your life, your career, your relationships, I need to speak to you. And that puts the onus on me to understand you, to ask questions about you or, or people who are like you so that I can then turn around and message or create stuff in a way that means something to you. Am I making sense here? <laughs> yeah, but I think where maybe people wonder, it's not just me, right? There's not just one you out there that is a marketer you want to get to. If there is literal one you, you might not be very successful or yeah. very successful depending on who that one person is. So how can you as a marketer be human with the many yous and help individuals feel like, yes, they are talking to me. But in reality, as a marketer, you do need to have that messaging land with more than just one literal person. That, that comes back to understanding just people uh, in general. I, I think, you know, we don't have to be so, well, there are, a, there's a lot of, of messaging in marketing to, or, or in business really to niche your product down to solve for that issue that you just yeah. talked about. To, to, to narrow in your audience and focus so that when you are talking to a you, it does apply to a very specific group or, or set of people. Now, we here at The Receptionist, we have a very large audience uh, for, for who can use our product because it can be a small business owner who maybe has themselves and maybe a couple other employees and, and they're the ones deciding, hey, we need a visitor management system. Or it could be a very large corporation. It's the head of HR or the head of facilities and security. And the you is a very different use case than that small business owner or that therapist. But I think you can still be human in talking to the more global needs and understanding and being okay that, look, not every, not every message is going to resonate with every single person that I'm trying to reach in that moment at that time. So it is a harder task for us here in the marketing department here at the receptionist to try and be that broad-based, but I still think we can message to these singular or subset of problems that we know everybody's going to have. And, and ultimately at the end of the day, like if I'm putting it in, into terms of what we're talking about with, with our product, we realize that no one wants to feel like a robot. And tasks that are repetitive, tasks that take your time away from more high value tasks. Uh, when it comes to checking in people at the front door, that makes you feel like a robot. When, when all you're doing is, is saying, sign the paper logbook, sign the paper logbook, sign the paper logbook. Your guest is here. Your guest is here. Your guest is here. That's stuff that can be automated. Yeah. And we know that that is true across any business uh, it, with, with, any personality or, or to use a marketing language, like any uh, caricature of, of our, our audience. What's the word I'm looking for? It's the, um, the user persona. That's yeah. what I'm, that, that's Yeah. What I'm. You have a few different ideal clients, but I think one thing that stood out to me is when you're being human to always remember that there's a human on the other side. 
reading that information. And there may be a couple of different types of companies or different, you know, um, types of businesses or people in different roles who will read this, but there's always a human who is reading or ingesting the content that you are creating. And you, great point, Sarah, because one of the things I wanted to make sure I said today as I was prepping for this was um, there's a, there's a, there's a push in a lot of marketing circles to separate us into, well, we're B2C or, you know, I used to work at a a company that sold into the government sector. So we were B2G, we're we're business to government or we're business to consumer, we're B2B and the receptionist is quote unquote, B2B, business to business. But we're not selling to like this, we're not selling to a building, right? We're selling to a person who works in that building, (laughs) right? Yeah. And so how does this idea of being authentic and being human, how does it really show up when we create messaging and we're marketing to actual humans and not the buildings that they work in? Um, one of the ways is just the link, like I said, the language that we use, the, the you versus we statements. Um, it could be that we, um, we do ask the question, would I care about this? Like if we as marketers ask that question more, I think we'd have a lot less, uh, for lack of a better phrase, like I think there'd be a lot less crappy content out there. <laughs> um, yeah. Because uh, we produce stuff to just simply be on the hamster wheel of producing stuff. And rarely, and even I'm guilty of this. I was guilty of this early on in my career as well, and still am guilty of this at times as well of producing things because we need to feel like we have something to produce and get it out the door. But stopping to ask the question, would I care about this if the shoe was on the other foot? If, if I'm the one receiving this ad or this email or seeing this social media post, like, does this, do I care about any of this? The other ways are, are pretty simple, like inject your personality into this. Inject one of the things I love, and I think I've said this on the show before, but I love movie quotes and references to just what's going on in society, like like modern day references. I, I love movie quotes. I love those things that let you know, like there is a human on the other side as well. I'm producing, yes, I'm producing this podcast episode or this social media post, but it's not a bot. Hopefully right. not a bot. <laughs> Um, that's producing it. I'm a human too. Like we're, we've got goals. Yes. But uh, at the end of the day, like I want to have a connection with you. You want to have a connection with me. Yeah. And again, I know being authentic is one of our core values and has been for a long time, but I'm wondering, was there a, a shift in the marketing where you tried to become more human or is this something that has always been true in how you've approached marketing here because it is based in our core value? I think it's a continual shift. It's, it's certainly an ev- evolution for me. Um, one of the big questions that we've been asking ourselves as a leadership team and as a marketing team is when I first got here to the receptionist over four and a half years ago now, my goodness, every piece of content, everything on our website, every email that we sent out was, was driving to the, the ask from that person who was receiving it to sign up for a free trial with us. And that's a little bit like asking for the proposal right? first date, right? We just met, let's move in. (laughs) And so we have been asking this question more and more like, 
are we asking for way too much far too early? Yes, there is always going to be a subset of people that come to our website and know I want to try this product because I saw it you know, at, at this other facility that I walked into and I thought, hey, that's really cool. Where'd you get that? We hear that all the time. But there are other people that come to our website because they don't even know what visitor management is. They don't even know what our product does. Some people come to our website thinking that we're a digital reception, like we're an automated or, or a um, virtual receptionist, like because of yeah. the name. So we've, we've, got, we've got some credibility to build up before we put a ring on it, mm-hmm. <laughs> so to speak. And so we've been at, that's one example for you, Sarah, of, of that question that has taken some time for us to really get to is what could we be doing? Uh, to to ease people into that a little bit more and not go in for the heavy ask right from the get-go. And I think from what we can tell, people are appreciative of that. Yeah, that was, that was my next question is what's the impact of this or what can you share about that? Because I think a lot of times people want to know the data, the numbers, the benefits of making this sort of shift. So what can you share about, yeah, the, the response or what you're seeing from this shift to becoming more human in the messaging and how we're, we're sharing about ourselves with people? Well, we meet as a sales and marketing team each week. Um, it used to be on Mondays. Now it's on Tuesdays, <laughs> but I'm not sure that matters. But one of the things that we did in trying to stop going in for the heavy ask so much as we produced our product tour on our website. It's a 12-minute, really well put together video of we're, we're going to give you a demo right here, essentially, but it's, it's more than a demo. You're going to see our faces. You're going to see the people who are talking as they're walking you through these different aspects of the system. And what that has done for us, and I hear it from the sales team almost every week, this is answering so many questions that when I finally, when I as a sales rep finally get on the phone with them, we're talking about, we're talking about proposals. We're talking about getting a quote. We're talking about things that are much further along than that initial conversation where I'm just talking about what is visitor management. But we've served that information. A lot of people are very scared to put on their website a full product demo. It's something that we as marketers have traditionally held very tight to like, no, you don't get a demo. You got to get on a call with a sales rep and schedule that out for, you know, 30 minutes out of your day. Or you could just watch this 12 minute video on your own free time and, or, or when it's most convenient to you, get the answers that you need. And then we can talk if you're still interested. And one of the things that it has done is it has just answered so many more questions. It has gotten people so much further down, down the road with us to be able to, to, be able to help that. So we, we've seen the benefit. Our sales team loves it. And these are more questions that we're asking. We're thinking, what else could we do? Well, how else could we make this frictionless for people right. who have our website? Right. Well, and I think there's also benefits for the internal team, right? Of making it less, uh, less friction along the way, because no one wants to use their time poorly. And if you're going to get on a call, you might as well get on a call with someone who knows about your product, understands it, has some level of excitement and interest because they've already taken that tour. That probably feels like a better call and a use of time for everybody versus someone in that more traditional, oh, this could be interesting. Let me book a demo because that's the only way. I can get more information on it. You want to be more human? Stop wasting humans' time. 
Absolutely. Like if I were to wrap up what you just said, that would be it. Stop wasting people's time. (laughs) We don't have a lot of it. (laughs) Absolutely. So I think you've already given some good tips um, and how we're being more human, but for our listeners who are in a place where they are in charge of messaging or, or have some say in it, how can they start to be more human in their marketing and their messaging? Anything else you haven't touched on yet? Well, the, I would say the easiest place to start is just what you're writing. Uh, if, if, and so much of marketing and producing content is, you know, you're writing something first, whether it's a script or whether it's, you know, questions you want to ask for a podcast or, or it's a social media post and read it out loud. Like, is this, is this how I would actually say this if I was sitting down to talk with Sarah, my friend at a coffee shop? Like, is, is that how I would say that thing? And if the answer is no, then say it out loud, find the points where it's like, oh, that, that's weird. Like, I would never say that. And then rewrite it. Like, be your own editor or, you know, one of, go out, go out and talk to your best friend and say like, hey, does this sound okay? Like, yeah. Put your work in front of other people before you put it out there and in, into the world. Yeah. Those are some great ideas. Now, if we have people listening who are in this position to work on it, they love these ideas and tips, but they feel like they have to convince others to go in this direction. I feel like we've already gone over some, some benefits and why being more human, uh, respectful of the other humans and their time and the way they want to consume the information. We've already laid out some pretty big benefits, but how might someone start a conversation with the people who they kind of need to get on board other than being human with that conversation. I I would frame it as, uh, I would frame it as I've got an idea that I want to test. I'm not sure, but I think it can really help us. Here's how we're going to decide if it's been effective or not. I come in with a plan. Don't just say, Hey, I'm going to start changing all the messaging on our website and, and completely change the voice and and change how we talk about our, our presentations and, uh, or how we talk about ourselves in demos. Just say, hey, I, I want to try this. I want to try this thing and see if we get more, if we resonate more with people. Uh, I think any time that you can present it as, here's something that I want to test and, and I'm willing to be wrong on this, put, a, put yourself in a, in a place of humility a little bit. Um, again, that's another very human thing to do is be humble. Uh, be willing to admit failure, but but say, hey, I think this is what I could possibly learn from this moving forward. Then then you're managing up. If if it's your boss where you're getting flack from, for perhaps or or maybe not flack. That's a heavy word. Some questions from right. they have a job to do too. They have a business to run. Uh, then present it as I want to try. I want to try this. And if it's not working by this time, if it's not working, however you and I decide is the best way to measure if it's working or not. I'm willing to, I'm willing to admit defeat and move on. Yeah. And I would imagine there are so many places that that testing can be done. There's so many different ways that we communicate and message as we talked about blogs and language on the website and podcasts and emails. There's many opportunities to test this out. And so it can start what feels like small, although we may not see as, as much um, impact from that. But if you do have someone who maybe is a little hesitant to let you take the reins, I think, you know, there are many places to get started. And, you know, let's, let's get a little bit meta here. I want to give you another example of what that can look like. Cause so many, so many times we want to measure thing, measure everything as marketing. Uh, But one of the, one of the things that I measure the success of this show. So let's talk about this show, the fabric podcast. One of the ways that I measure success about this, and if we're being human enough 
is are people responding or commenting or sharing it on social media? Like when we post to LinkedIn, do we get comments? Do we get other people saying, oh, this was a really good episode. Thank you for this. We've seen that from time to time on, on episodes where Andy's talked about our just cause. Like that presents a really human aspect to Andy, our, our CEO, and, and how he's trying to build and, and guide this business. If we get those comments, like how can you measure that other than like we got another social media comment today, but it's, it's the action that that person took that is much more resonant than just putting out another podcast episode. Yeah. That's really great to help. Yes. Very meta and also help people see how you're kind of measuring the impact or the, the quote unquote results. And it's not always numbers and it's not maybe what people want to see in terms of data, but it's still really informative as to how people are responding to your messaging. 100%. Well, thank you for being on today and being so human. And we do know that you love your movie quotes. And I would say cliches too. You love a good cliche also, which we started this episode with. Uh, the cliches are a love-hate relationship, I'll say. <laughs> I'm going to go love because you do love to put them in there. But yes, you're right. It's not, it's not your favorite. I think you would prefer a little more originality in that, which you do have. But I love a good cliche from you. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Thanks, Michael. Thank you for joining us today and for listening to us be human as we talk about being human in your marketing and messaging. If you'd like to watch a recording of today's episode, please visit us at thereceptionist.com.